of Need for Sleep. I'm sure you're really tired as well, just like me. But you can't sleep, just like me. So, instead of just laying in bed, doing nothing, looking at nothing, you might as well just listen to me reading a story for you. Because It can be really calming to know that someone's there and telling you a story. So it doesn't matter what age you are or who you are or what you are. I believe everyone deserves a good bedtime story. So I'm gonna read some for you. But before that, just make sure your alarm is set for tomorrow. You follow this podcast And everything that you need to do is done. And even if it's not done, it's okay. Because you need to relax. The next few minutes will be a relaxation exercise. Takes about four minutes. If you don't want to listen to it, then just skip ahead and go directly to the story. Now, place yourself in your bed. Make yourself comfortable and lay on your back. Place your pillow so it's right and close your eyes. Imagine yourself being just existing and imagine that your bed is holding you up. Just like it was a hand who is carrying you and it would never drop you. You can just trust it. And now imagine your legs being flat on the bed. Or if you want, you can bend your knees and make your feet stand. Now imagine that the bed is supporting your feet or your legs with the same force that your legs or feet are pressing on the bed. And when you're ready, just really let them go. Don't try to force it. You will be able to let them go when they want to be. Now bring your focus to your pelvis and trust that your bed is holding you up. Relax the whole pelvis. The bed is holding you up. So you can just let it go. Now focus on your back. Feel the touch from your bed and how it supports you. And just let it go. 
focus on your arms. From the fingertips to the shoulders, your bed is holding you. You are fully supported. Your bed would never drop you. So you can fully give in to it. Now, focus on your neck and head. Your head is actually very heavy and it deserves a good rest. So just allow yourself to let it go completely and feel how heavy it is. Focus on your whole body. Everything is fully supported from your head to the tip of your toes. Now allow yourself to just drift away while I'm reading for you. Tonight I'm going to read the second part of The Fir Tree, a fairy tale by Hans Christian Andersen. Enjoy. Just a short reminder of what happened yesterday. The fir tree was in the forest and he didn't like it. He really wanted to know what's outside the forest and he wanted to be a big tall tree. At some point he was chopped down by the woodcutters to become a Christmas tree. He really enjoyed the Christmas Eve Every day is going to be like this now, but it wasn't. He was taken to the attic the next day and left alone, where he is now thinking by himself. And he had time enough to think, for days and nights passed and no one came near him. When at last somebody did come, it was only to push away some large boxes in a corner, so the tree was completely hidden from sight. It is winter now, thought the tree. The ground is hard and covered with snow, so that people cannot plant me. I shall be sheltered here, I dare say, until spring comes. How thoughtful and kind everybody is to me. Still, I wish this place was not so dark and lonely, with not even a little hare to look at. How nice it was out in the forest, while the snow lay on the ground, when the hare would run by, yes, and jump over me too, although I did not like it then. Oh, it is terribly lonely here. Squeak, squeak said the little mouse, creeping cautiously towards the tree. Then came another, and they both sniffed at the fir tree and crept in and out between the branches. Oh, it is very cold, said the little mouse. If it wasn't so cold, we'd be very comfortable here, wouldn't we be, old fir tree? I'm not old, said the fir tree. There are many who are older than I am. Where do you come from? asked the mice, who were full of curiosity, 
And what do you know? Have you seen the most beautiful places in the world? And can you tell us about all of them? And have you been to the storeroom where cheeses lie on the shelf and hams hang from the ceiling? I know nothing of that, said the fir tree. But I know the wood where the sun shines and the birds sing. And then the tree told the little mice about its youth. They had never heard such an account in their lives. And after they had listened to it attentively, they said, What a number of things you have seen. You must have been very happy. Happy, exclaimed the fir tree. And then, as he reflected on what he had been telling them, he said, Ah, yes, after all, those were happy days. But when he went on and related all about Christmas Eve, and how he had been dressed up with cakes and lights, the mice said, How happy you must have been, you old fir tree. I am not old at all, replied the tree. I only came from the forest this winter. What splendid stories you can tell, said the little mice. And the next night, four other mice came with them to hear what the tree had to tell. The more he talked, the more he remembered, and then he thought to himself, Yes, those were happy days, but they may come again. Humpty Dumpty fell downstairs, and yet he married the princess. Perhaps I may marry a princess too. And the fir tree thought of the pretty little birch tree that grew in the forest. A real princess, a beautiful princess she was to him. How is Humpty Dumpty? asked the little mice. And then the tree related the whole story. He could remember every single word, and the little mice were so delighted with it that they were ready to jump to the top of the tree. The next night, a great many more mice made their appearance, and on Sunday two rats came with them, but the rats said it was not a pretty story at all, and the little mice were very sorry for it made them also think less of it. Do you know only that one story? asked the rats. Only that one, replied the fir tree. I heard it on the happiest evening in my life, but I did not know I was so happy at the time. We think it's a very miserable story, said the rats. Don't you know any story about food in the storeroom? No, replied the tree. Many thanks to you, then, replied the rats, and they went their ways. The little mice also kept away after this, and the tree sighed and said, It was very pleasant when the merry little mice sat round me and listened while I talked. Now that is all past, too. However... I shall consider myself happy when someone comes to take me out of this place. But would this ever happen? Yes. One morning, people came to clear up the attic. 
The boxes were packed away and the tree was pulled out of the corner and thrown roughly onto the ground. Then the servants dragged it out upon the staircase where the daylight shone. Now life is beginning again, said the tree, enjoying the sunshine and fresh air. Then it was carried downstairs and taken into the courtyard so quickly that it forgot to think of itself and could only look about. There was so much to be seen. The courtyard was close to a garden where everything looked blooming. Fresh and fragrant roses hung over the little palings. The trees were in blossom, while swallows flew here and there. Now shall I live, cried the tree joyfully, spreading out its branches. But alas, they were all withered and yellow. The star of gold paper still stuck in the top of the tree and glittered in the sunshine. Two of the merry children, who had danced round the tree at Christmas and had been so happy, were playing in the same courtyard. The youngest saw the gilded star and ran and pulled it off the tree. Look what is sticking off the ugly old fir tree, said the child, treading on the branches till they crackled under his boots. And the tree saw all the fresh, bright flowers in the garden, and then looked at itself and thought of its fresh youth in the forest, of the merry Christmas evening, and of the little mice who had listened to the story of Humpty Dumpty. It imagined itself back in those places, and for the first time it was able to enjoy those moments. What a fine life I had, said the tree. Oh, I know I should have enjoyed myself more while I could have done so, but as I think back, it makes me so happy to think of those wonderful times. And the tree dreamed and dreamed it was back in the forest on a spring morning, with the breeze blowing, the sun shining, and the birds singing. At least the little tree felt happy. Then a lad came and chopped up the tree till a large bundle lay in a heap on the ground. The pieces were placed in a fire, and they quickly blazed up brightly. Then the children who were at play came and seated themselves in front of the fire, looked at it, and warmed themselves. As the fire turned, the tree was thinking of a summer day in the forest, and then of some winter night, there when the stars shone brightly, and of Christmas evening, and of Humpty Dumpty, the only story it had ever heard or knew how to tell. It happily remembered all these experiences as vividly as though it was living through it all again. And then, finally, the tree was gone. The boy still played in the garden, and the youngest wore on his chest the golden star that was on top of the tree during the happiest evening of its life. Now all was past, the tree's life was past, and the story also past. 
for all stories must come to an end at some time or other. The End And good night.